go to the Spotify page of the Strong as Your Coffee podcast and the Apple podcast page for Strong as Your Coffee and like and subscribe. Also, if you would like a new coffee to try that is local and a Kentucky-owned business, I would suggest go to Green Chair Roastery. That is their website, greenchaircoffee.com. everybody welcome to a new episode of the strong as your coffee podcast this is the host you know most and i just want to say welcome back to everybody who's joining us again uh just letting you all know it is just me for this episode i won't be doing about four or five episodes like this with just me and i will be having one hopefully two interview um podcast coming up uh on september 17th i will be interviewing on either zoom or google meet whichever one i can figure out emmy barker who was a two-sport college athlete at university of pikeville and hopefully i can talk to her about her career as an athlete and many different other topics with uh, juggling uh, financials of college and what else, uh, just how how she was able to manage her time as an athlete in college because you're busy enough in college just as a student. I can't imagine being a student athlete also. Uh, just want to say it's glad to be back. Uh, I hope that you're enjoying whatever brew you're drinking on your way to work or on your commute or heck even at work i just want to give one quick coffee recognition to uh it's a company out of london to be honest i have already forgot their name it is what's the company name they have a brew or type type of coffee called hard charger it is from green chair roastery out of maybe london or corbin they offered us a bag of coffee after the comp the competition from saturday i competed in and speaking of competition it is good to be back competing again post-surgery and this was the first one I have done since having meniscus surgery right around the same time last year, to be honest with you. It's almost one year ago to the date on September 20th. So it was kind of a nerve-wracking ordeal for me. And <clears throat> it was fun to get back to training and preparing at that level again with John and Zach, I just want to give a shout out to both John and Zach for doing this competition with me at the Hard Charger Summer Games in London, Kentucky. Uh, Zach, who's busy enough as it is coaching high school football now at South Laurel, was able to find time in his busy schedule 
And for John, who has been struggling with a little bit of an injury and for some wild and crazy reason decided to still compete and suck through and did an awesome job. And I just want to say to those guys, thank you again. Uh, one of the main topics I'm going to be talking about today for this episode is the CrossFit Games recap and... For you all who don't do CrossFit, this is probably going to not be the episode for you. Uh, but if you want to still listen, I would greatly appreciate it. And it helps out. Um, also, another announcement. I've, I won't be on social media for about 30 to 40 days. I'm taking a break from it. So, I'll probably put out one big post today where it is August 31st and I'll just be mainly sharing the podcast episode drops on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you all get your podcast from and stuff. Um, Alright, let's get into the main topic. The 2022 CrossFit Games. I'll be straight up honest with you. The first day I was kind of skeptical because of some of the new movements they introduced. Mainly the, what was it? The double under crisscross movement in one of the workouts. And something that I haven't seen before at that level. But apparently... It is very common among, I guess, people who box professionally. It's a type of movement that they do a lot for their cardio and endurance. Also, it's good to see Ricky Garrard back since his four-year postseason ban. I will say from the outside looking at him, he wasn't near, how can I put this, as big and shredded and muscular like he was in 2017 so that may or may not have something to do with his band but I'll let you all decide for yourself on that I'm not accusing anybody of doing or not doing something which is not the one not one thing I want to do at all um I will say terror t- yeah Tia Claire Toomey had worried me for the first day. I thought maybe this is the year she gets beat because after, what was it, day one or two, she had dropped down to 8th and 13th at one point, which was very uncommon for her. I mean, I hadn't seen her struggle like that since twenty. 15 and 16 where she came second place those years which was something that uh, coach Shauna had really pointed out to me was the first two days was not your traditional CrossFit style workouts it was new completely different movements and obstacles thrown in that she wasn't used to but once she got 
to the second or third day where it was just pure CrossFit workouts. That's where she turned up the heat and played to her strengths. And you just see her through the day on the leaderboard, her just creeping up there, climbing and climbing. And then once she passed Mallory O'Brien, it was it was done DOT. It was going to win. She was not going to let anybody get in front of her for anything. Uh, Justin Medeiros. I would say that guy is starting to become the face of CrossFit now. This is his second year in a row winning it since finishing second, I think, in 2020 to Matt Frazier after Frazier had retired. He's basically taken the helm as the guy to beat. And the guy who finished second, I don't know if he's Russian. He might be Russian. His name looked it, but the guy came out of nowhere. I know Ricky Garrard was first place about the whole weekend, and that last day, Madero's and the other guy just snuck up there and overtook him. But it was good to see, again, Ricky Garrard get a top three finish and finish on the podium. I just hope that it was all legit for him and he doesn't get another ban like he did in 2017. Switching up to one of the topics that I would like to talk about is some of the new workouts and some of the workouts I enjoyed watching was um, the Capital workout. That one was honestly my favorite one that they did because it was men and women together. It was a three and a half mile run with the carrying of the sandbags, which basically looked like they was carrying groceries. <laughs> Trying to go for a one trip grocery PR, which every guy who's carried groceries or every woman who lifts and works out goes for trying to put as many bags in one hand as possible and not letting them drop and getting them in the house on one trip. <laughs> that was basically what those heavy sandbags looked like to me. And I will say Haley Adams started out hot in that workout. She was well ahead of everybody in the three and a half mile run. Plus, granted, she's about a foot taller than majority of the women, but she took the running to her strengths and uh, sped through the first part of the sandbag carries. But once she had got to the heavy, the one heavy sandbag, which they had to carry up the steps of the Capitol in Madison, Wisconsin, that's when the dark world, or what I like to call going in the dark place looks like. I mean, you could tell her grip was done after having to carry those heavy sandbags by hand before grabbing the one heavy sandbag. I mean, it just crushed her thin. I mean, it was crazy to just see Tia the whole time in the background. Tia Claire Toomey, uh, just reiterating on that, just seeing her just slowly creep up and then I mean anybody who's done a CrossFit workout what happened to Haley at the end 
we've all been there. I mean, you may have maybe four or five reps and you just keep failing and it, you're just stuck. I mean, you're like, do I just give up and quit right now? Or do I try to keep trying to fight through or, <laughs> I mean, it, it's mentally devastating for anybody who's done it and not done those type of workouts. But it was very good to see her say, just basically not quit, pick up the sandbag, and get across the uh, uh, finish line there at the end. But <laughs> you could just tell everybody was gassed after finishing. Once they were done, they were done. I mean, as soon as they put that sandbag down, they were finished. I mean, they've laid down. I've been there. Anybody who does this type of uh, working out or this type of workout regimen knows what it's like when you're done, you're done. You don't feel like you can pick up anything else or do anything else. But I would say that was probably one of my favorite. And it was neat seeing the men and women do this one together. And it kind of took me back to Merv 2015 where they had everybody together and you just see everybody in this workout struggling together. I mean, they was all in pain together. And that was probably one of my, my, probably my top favorite. My second favorite from the CrossFit Games weekend is probably the heavy sandbag ladder. That one was awesome. They brought strongman type of stuff in the CrossFit Games this year. And you really got to see a lot of these athletes' true grit strength. I mean, one of the stereotypes and one of the things people always say about people who train CrossFit, they're not strong. But something that people don't really understand is in what you're doing in this is you're working on everything. You're training everything. You're running. You're rowing. There's even days with the CrossFit Mayhem program that we do at Berea. Um, there is strongman movements in it. I mean, we do sandbag stuff we heck do sandbag over the over like a 48 inch box that we have to get the heavy sandbag over and then get over that box and then put it back over i mean there's some and more strongman movements than you realize are in the sport which is kind of neat and it was just pretty awesome to see how heavy these sandbags got and just seeing a lot of the women's true grit strength i mean seeing the top three or four women hitting 240 to 250 pound sandbags and lifting it up, it up over the sh over on their shoulders is what i'm trying to say i mean just seeing danny spiegel win it with uh, a 250 pound sandbag to her shoulder I mean that was crazy I mean not very many people could do that I can't even do that <laughs> and uh, it just really shows you how strong and how fit that these women and men are because I know the men got super heavy with the sandbags and so which um, also brings me to a workout that we had done at Berea yesterday it was basically the uh, is that 
shuttle run workout they did at the games this year where you had, I guess, two minutes to run a 400-meter, run 400 meters, and then they had to basically do a max rep push jerk or split jerk at 200 and 300 pounds. But for, and then... I know the women had to do 200 pounds and the men had to do 300. They had to get a 400-meter run, which is basically a sprint in under two minutes, in under a minute if you wanted a lot longer time to lift. And I know we had done a workout similar to this yesterday with the running and the – but we changed that to max shutter to overhead, max reps – and I was struggling with 185 after that run. And the women and the men just from the CrossFit Games just crushed me. And the neat thing about doing this sport is you can get humbled really quick. You may think, oh, I'm doing great at this or "I'm this is happening and all that. And then... You could do one workout and then realize your fitness level and you can get humbled really quick and it really makes you reevaluate yourself and come to terms with, okay, there's more that I need to work on and get better at. And that's just um, some of my takes from some of the workouts that I really paid attention to and that I enjoyed watching because... I know they did the sandbag ladder and the, I guess it's University of Wisconsin's basketball arena. When you have that crowd around you, I mean, it just, I say they were truly amped up. And there's no better feeling when in anything, like you make a shot or you score a run. And with that crowd, like eruption with you doing something great is something that is hard to explain it's just something that you once you've experienced you never forget it and I mean heck just this weekend when I competed with Zach and John at the Hard Charger Summer Games is we had to do like a one max lift for shoulder to overhead uh, power clean and deadlift and if you hit that big lift in front of a huge crowd of people just surrounded you when we were in that tiebreaker workout, I mean, it truly amps you up. As amped up as I was when I did that deadlift, I could have, I could have crushed my PR is how good I felt doing a workout like that in front of a crowd of people cheering you on, yelling. I mean, it's something that you just can't explain. It's just what you experience. It's, like I said, something you don't forget. Uh, one of the things that, a question that I do have for y'all, do y'all think that Tia Claire Toomey is retiring? I mean, she kind of hinted at it because she was asked the question, but she didn't really say. It's just something that I wonder if this could have been Tia's last year or she's just going to keep going until somebody beats her because, I mean, Mallory O'Brien is basically up and coming. She's a heck of an athlete. I mean, she's 
I mean, she's on the up. I mean, she's real young. I mean, she's right up there with Tia. I mean, it's going to be an interesting battle. If Tia comes back next year at the 2023 games, if they have them, it's going to be something I'm interested in watching. I just want to see Mallory O'Brien and Tia go at it again. Like, I kind of want to see Mallory beat her in the CrossFit games because that's how – I guess you can say that, okay, it's Mallory's time now. She finally beat the best or the queen or king of the mountain, however you want to put it, in the CrossFit Games. And that's something that I'm looking forward to seeing. It's a battle I hope that keeps going. And like I said, I do hope that Mallory O'Brien beats her. Um, one of the things that I've seen on was that morning chalk up who I read is that's got me thinking what is going on with comp train. Okay. This has been like the fourth or fifth athlete to leave them because it was just announced. Amanda Barnhart is leaving comp train because I know this makes Katrin Davis are leaving Brooke Wells. I think is left also. I may be wrong. If I am wrong, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sure if I am, somebody will correct me and let me know otherwise. But, and I think the people are saying Chandler Smith may be leaving. I just don't really know what's going on with that. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, Amanda Barnhart's been with them for years and just makes you question what is actually going on there with the comp train atmosphere and the, training because I was shocked this year not seeing catcher make it and uh, it was mainly catcher and I think somebody else oh Chandler Smith didn't even make it to the games this year so I'm just very curious as to what's going on why people are leaving if there's um, turmoil going on tension they're not getting along but yeah, if you all want to in the comments want to make an announcement for this episode on Instagram, which I'm on all the time. So if you want to reach me, I'm more than likely on there other than Facebook because I get more traffic on there. And yeah, I mean, that's just some of the topics that I have to talk about today. And thank you all for listening. And I hope to see you around next time. And if you can, go on the uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts and like and subscribe to this podcast. Because when new episodes drop, you will be notified and you will be able to listen to them in real time. All right, everybody, thank you for listening to this and have a great day. Mm -hmm.